Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now. Here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. And with fall finally in the air, it's the perfect time to get out and explore the great outdoors. You can plan your trip over at visitmississippi.org. Now, there is a good chance you have a family quilt or maybe even quilts at home. Maybe you've got one that's been passed down to the generations, or maybe you were given one or two whenever your children were born, Regardless, quilts are those items that tell a story and they provide you comfort all at the same time. And joining us today on Good Things is James Farmer. He is the founder of the Angel Quilt Project, and they're up to some pretty good things there in Greenville. So, hey, James. They're in Greenville. So, hey, James. Hey, Rebecca. Well, it's good to finally get to talk to you and about your awesome project there um, that you have going on in Greenville. Give us a little background about the Angel Quilt Project. How did this get started? Well, it it actually started in late 1999. I was a member of a group called the Crosswits. There were uh, four ladies and myself, and we all did cross-stitch. And we wanted this. One of the ladies suggested doing something with our cross stitch. It would have benefits for other people. And I thought about it for about a week, and then the Lord just put it all in my head: what we were going to do, what we were going to call it, and everything. And the original name of the project was the Angel Afghan Project. What we were going to do, and and what we were going to do, we were going to do blankets with cross stitch centerpieces and give them to hospitals free of charge for families with premature babies. Uh, the project grew beyond my expectations. I first told my wife that I thought we'd be lucky to do this for three or four years. And now, come January of next year, we'll be, I'll be doing it for 22 years. We may get you hit mute on your computer there, James. That way we don't have the dull um audio coming in on the video but we're going to get it figured out it's all those technical difficulties when you're talking about live radio but what i heard from you james was the fact that you had this gift and this talent of crocheting or quilting and you wanted to be able to pay it forward or to give it to others and you went on what you felt like god was calling you to do was to just start something and start small and here you are two decades later able to provide these quilts um to to families so how did you guys decide on NICU families, those uh, families who have babies born early that find themselves in, you know, intensive care units. We had, you never really heard of anybody doing anything for families with premature babies, uh, unless it was the nursing staff or the hospital themselves. So I got in touch with several hospitals that were given to me by the ladies of the Crosswits. Uh, the first hospital we did was actually the Arnold Palmer Children's Hospital in Miami, Florida. 
And the first blanket, we, first couple of blankets we did were actually not more than maybe 15 inches square because we're thinking preemies, you know, and small babies and everything. Uh, we have since grown our blankets to be 36 by 36, and they may have one centerpiece with cross stitch, or they may have five pieces, depending on how big the cross stitch pieces are. We never charge for these things. We give them free of charge. We send a letter with each blanket, and uh, the hospital keeps the letter and makes copies when they give the blankets out. And it just tells the family where the blanket came from. And if they would like to get in touch with the person that did their blanket, they can do so through me. The AQP is just like the hospitals. No information you get, personal information gets by me unless I have permission of the stitchers first. They say yes or they say no. If they say no, then I tell the family, well, if you'll send it to me, I will forward it on to the proper people. Uh, since 2000, we have given away over 25,000 blankets. That's crazy, James. That's crazy to think that there are 25,000 families that have a piece of, you know, I guess really their art. Quilts are art. Uh, Cross-stitching is a lost art, I would say. There's so many of us who are listening to good things that probably have cross-stitching on their wall in some capacity. But I'd actually never thought about it or, I guess, seen it turned into quilts. Always figured that the two talents were separate. So how do you incorporate the cross-stitching into the quilts? Are they just the patches that create the different um, themes or characters on there? We do various uh, genres. We do we do angels, teddy bears, toys. Uh, I've done Star Wars, Paw Patrol, Disney princesses. And I've got approximately... 40 people that actually do the cross stitch. And then I've got about five different people that actually make the blankets themselves. And once the blankets are made, they're sent to me, and then I send them out to the different hospitals. I currently have about 2,500 NICUs across the USA that we actively send blankets to. Now, just because the hospital gets a, bl- gets a set of blankets within the next week or so doesn't mean they'll be getting something anytime soon because we do this on a rotating basis. Uh, at one time, I had divisions in, in uh, Great Britain and Australia. So we were definitely a worldwide group, and I have personally sent blankets out to 35 countries around the world. This is crazy, James. This is crazy that this all started as just a simple idea with a skill that so many have or feel like maybe is a lost art. They've given up doing since they learned it with their grandmother or just from passed down generations. And you started putting it to good use and look at how it spread. I mean, have you ever stopped to just take inventory of all the families that have been touched, you know, by your blankets? Uh. Actually, I have. I've got a folder that's probably about three inches thick with uh, letters of appreciation from families, from parents, grandparents, nursing staff, even doctors thanking me for what we do. Uh, I never really truly imagined something like this. I've personally done cross-stitch for 56 years, and uh, I recently lost my wife in December of last year. And the cross-stitching has been therapy for me in a way. I put it down for a couple of months after she passed because I just couldn't concentrate. But one of my finishers wanted me to do a piece for her so she could hang it in her sewing room, and that got me going again. 
it's something I enjoy. Uh, hearing from these families is a great joy in my life. And it always has been for the entire 22 years that I've done this. Uh, I set up at different events here in North Mississippi. Uh, this past weekend, I did the Hot Tamale Festival in Greenville. And when my wife was still here, she would go with me, and people would look at her and say, you do such lovely work. And she'd just point to me and says, he's the one that does it. <laughs> so, And then I get, I give away more blankets at these festivals than what I sell. We sell larger blankets as fundraisers. And if I see somebody that's walking around at an event and she's obviously pregnant, I will walk up to her and ask her if she would like a free blanket for her baby. That's Everybody so looks kind. at me like I've suddenly grown a third eye in the middle of my forehead. But I tell them, this is what we do. We give these away. And I gave away six at the Hot Tamale Festival this past Saturday. And it's just... It's just amazing to see the looks on these faces of these people when they, I tell them, here's the blankets you can choose from. Pick one out and take it with you. And it's just, <laughs> it's just something that I really and truly enjoy doing. Well, it's also something, too, that leaves a lasting impact, even though you may not, you know, stay connected with each family along the years. I know I've had I've had two daughters and both of them. I have been gifted blankets, one by one of our listeners here on Good Things sent uh, sent me a blanket the last time. Um, well, EJ was our last uh, last daughter. And it's just those things that you cherish. There's something about a handmade quilt that you can feel comfort in. You feel connected in. And it's just a it's just becomes an heirloom. And when it has a story connected to it, to someone gifting it or, you know, getting it from a family member, then it just is that much more special. And I would assume if you have children in the NICU, that's one of the hardest times of your, you know, current day life. And knowing that someone out there is hoping to make it a little bit better means all the means all the difference. It's like I tell people, nobody goes into a pregnancy expecting to have a premature birth. I've had the the pleasure of given being given a tour at Batson's Children's Hospital there in Jackson. Uh, they have one of the largest NICUs in the southeast. And when I've got enough, I will take anywhere from two to four hundred blankets just for UMC. And I have given blankets to all the hospitals there in Jackson. Uh, my daughter is a nurse. She works at uh, St. D's. And uh, it's just we, Mr. James, can you hang on with us? We've got we've got a break coming up, but I'd love to continue our conversation with James Farmer, the Angel Quilt uh, Project, coming up next. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. 
Make a donation and help change your life today. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Calloway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget, Callaway's Christmas Open Houses the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out a little more. We're finding out a little more about the Angel Quilt Project. We have with us founder James Farmer. He's out of Greenville, Mississippi. But over the last 22 years, he has given away over 25,000 blankets across all, when you say all continents, or how many continents have we gotten a blanket out of Greenville to a baby in need? I have sent to South America, Africa, uh, India and Philippines. So, and I, I've also sent to several countries in Europe as well. 
That's incredible. And this all started with just this idea for friends who wanted to take their gifts and talents and then share it, share it with the world. And literally you, you have done that. But I want to go back to your hobby of, of cross stitching because I feel like this really is a lost art. So James, who taught you 50 something years ago? You gave away the, the amount of years, um, to cross stitch. My grandmother taught me when I was 13 years old. I'm 68 years old now. Uh, it was something that I thought it was a novelty back then. Uh, and I, I did enjoy it, but I didn't really enjoy it until I got after my first marriage. And that's kind of the one that took off. And I never kept anything. I always gave my pieces away. Uh, in fact, uh, my late wife, when we got married, I showed her a piece that I did and I was going to sell it. And she said, no, you're not. That's mine. So it's a Christmas piece, and we call it the closet piece because it stays in the closet until Christmas, and then it comes out. But it is, it's very relaxing. I had, about 18 years ago, I had two major surgeries, and all I could do was sit and cross-stitch and watch TV for two years. That's how long it took to recover from my brain aneurysm surgery. And... uh I got well over 150 pieces stitched in that time, and just about all of them went to blankets for the Angel Quilt Project. Now, when we do that, when we send the blankets, we we ask the hospitals that for multiple births, like twins or triplets or whatnot, that each child gets their own blanket. And obviously, we all hope and wish and pray that these babies get healthy and go home. But we know in the long run that doesn't happen. But the families keep the blankets, whether the child goes home with or not. It's something for the families to keep. And a lot of these families have told me that they actually hang these blankets over the baby's beds. Mm. And I have actually had enough blankets sent out that we sent out uh, for three sets of septuplets in the last 15 years. God bless those mamas. (laughs) Because that, I, I, I can't, can't imagine. imagine. I can't imagine I can't washing imagine. all those blankets. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the looks on these nurses' faces when I walk into the hospital uh, carrying these blankets. In fact, at, at Batson, I have to carry, I have to get a cart and take them in. And not only do we give them to pre- families with premature babies, but we also give our larger blankets to children undergoing chemotherapy or the burn center. When we had the burn center here in Greenville, I was called about a little girl. I think she was about eight or nine years old. She had third-degree burns on 40% of her body. And they wanted to know if I had a blanket that I could give this girl. And I said, yes. Uh, it was birthstone fairies. It was 12 fairies, one for each month. I had to put on all the gear and everything else, and I walked in the room, and Mom and Daddy were standing inside, and they just brought this little girl in from scrubbing her down. And if you're not familiar with that, they do that to get rid of all the dead skin and everything. This little girl was in some sort of pain. Tears just run down her face. And I opened the blanket up to show her. And to my dying day, I will always remember what she said. She looked at it with just tears run down her face. She said, I hate it. And I looked at mom and daddy and they just nodded. And I said, that's okay. But five years later, mama called me. And she said, Mr. Farmer, she said, I just want to let you know. She does not go anywhere without that blanket. That's so and sweet. 
that that brings tears to my eyes even now thinking about it. And when I go to the NICUs, I've actually had a chance to meet some of these families and talk to them and tell them what we do with the blankets and everything else. I get hugs. I get tears. I cry. It's it's an emotional roller coaster, really. But it's something I wouldn't dare get on a roller coaster. But this is something that I know not only brings joy to me for being able to do this, but for the families themselves who get something that they never expected to get. Which is a little piece of hope, and it's also a reminder that there are people out there, even strangers, who are praying for or thinking about, you know, their family and their time of need. And sometimes, again, it's just that anchor, it's just that sign or signal, you know, that everything's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel like we understand how it's going to be okay. And I understand, too, you're not the only one doing your blanketing and your cross-stitching. I mean, you have a team. So I'm sure there's people listening to good things that have cross-stitching skills or maybe want to help support what you're doing or, you know, brush off their, their quilt making skills. Are you looking for extra, for more people to help with the stitching or the quilting or that, or any of that or donations? I'm, I'm looking, I'm always looking for cross stitchers to help us or quilters that are willing to help us make these blankets. I've got one lady in Massachusetts. She has sent me 30 blankets this year. Some of them have hand cross stitch pieces. Some of them have machine cross stitch, machine stitch pieces on. That's fine. We we accept either one. But I do have a Facebook page. It's Facebook slash group slash Angel Quilts. Q U I L T S. Uh, you have to ask to join it, but I will gladly let anybody join it. You can see pictures of our blankets. Every time I get a stitched piece in, I take pictures and show them to everybody. When I get finished blankets, I also take pictures and post them on the Facebook page. This is an open project. I don't hide anything from anybody. We're an all-volunteer group. Nobody gets paid for anything. Everybody donates their time and their talents to make this project a reality. And I am so thankful for the people that do this. I've got one lady just north of Memphis that's been with me probably 20 of the 22 years. That's and I had another lady that was with me from the beginning, but she passed away about three years ago. She distributed blankets up and down the East Coast for us. She would send out 25 blankets a month that she personally made. Everything on these blankets is handmade. They may be stitched by a sewing machine when they make the blankets or anything else, but none of these are store-bought quilts. Everything is made individually. And when I get them, I I do my best to get as many out as I can. I try to send out at least 15 blankets with each shipment to these hospitals. Uh, Right now, we're slow because the pandemic just, when it bit into everybody, it bit into everybody, including the AQP. Well, Mr. James, and that's the important thing. That is definitely the important thing. And I want to make sure that we remember the important thing, which I always try to do here on Good Things when we have people who end up doing extraordinary things, but they're just ordinary people who just followed a call in their heart to do to do a little good. What would you say to those that have an idea that, you know, but they don't think it's going to go anywhere or they may not think that it make that big of an impact? What would you say to them? Follow your dreams. Uh. Like I said earlier, my wife, I told my wife I didn't think this thing would last four or five years. And look at it, 22 years later, it's still going strong. 
I may not have as many people or as many locations as we used to have. I've got a division in Canada that runs separately from here in the United States. Everything in Canada stays in Canada. Everything in the United States stays in the United States, unless I'm shipping overseas somewhere. Don't give up on your dreams. If you've got something that you think will help other people, then do your research. Check it out. Find out what the needs are and how you can fill that niche. I mean, there's always something out there that's needed somewhere, irregardless of what it might be. But people helping other people is probably one of the best feelings you will ever have in your life. As a Christian, I try to make sure that what I do is the right thing. And I thank the Lord every day for giving me this idea 22 years ago. And I will always thank him because without him, I don't know where in the world I would be. But I know I probably wouldn't be doing the Angel Quilt Project. And this has gotten to where it is so much of my life. Now with my wife gone, I concentrate more on the little things. And the AQP is one of the bigger things. So, I mean, don't ever give up on a dream. Do your best to try to fulfill that dream and take the ball and run with it until you hit the end zone. And then keep on going. Well, I could keep on going talking to you for a while, uh, Mr. James. If you're ever in central Mississippi, please let us know. You're always welcome here in the Good Things studio. And to say that you have hit the end zone would be an understatement with 25,000 blankets that have been a blessing to families thanks to the Angel uh, Quilt Project. So thank you for your time. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, My wife said I always talk too much when I talk about the AQP, but this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And I can't help but talk about it when people ask. Well, we we enjoyed it, and we look forward to having you back in the future. But you guys stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 84. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 61. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 82. Friday evening, mostly clear, low around 59. And for your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295. 
I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing. My floors need unbuckling. My boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A critical shortage of EMTs is having a detrimental impact. Clyde Deschamp with the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance told us in some cases ambulances aren't running because there's no staff. 9-11 response times have gone up dramatically, sometimes as much as 45 minutes, and some patients can't afford the wait. And now when they get to the hospital, they may sit in the parking lot and wait 30 minutes or up to several hours before they can actually get the patient into the hospital. He believes the shortage is costing lives. And I believe people have died because of this. I mean, there's no... No data has been produced showing that as of yet. Eight endangered or missing children have been recovered in two operations in New Orleans, including two from South Mississippi. A two-month operation also uncovered allegations of human sex trafficking of minors in several of the cases. To see more on this story, visit supertalk.fm. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. A Becca Turner. 
She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visit Mississippi.org to explore a little more. Don't forget, we still have some high school football left. That's coming up tomorrow for Friday Night Lights. You can check out the scoreboard preview show at 6 p.m. right here on Super Talk on Fridays. And then catch the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show show at 10 p.m. on Friday nights. Or you can get it wherever you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. And speaking of sports, I got a great headline for you over on the Good Things Facebook group. I tell you all the time, if you're on the Book of Faces, you should definitely have joined us there by now. It's easy to do. Just search Good Things with. Rebecca Turner pops up. Click join. Rhino and I will let you in. It's a growing family of like-minded individuals who just want those good headlines that warm your heart and that makes you want to share all the good that's coming from our state. And so this one is about football. It's about uh, two teams, Caldonia and Webster County football teams. And they came together behind the scenes. The two head coaches came together to allow a player with special needs the opportunity to run a real play and score his very first touchdown and to say that it will get you in all the fields, it will get you in all the fields. Make your eyes sweat a little bit. Make your eyes sweat a little bit. Number one, just the fact that, you know, two two opposing teams with, you know, from different whatever comes together for the sake of the good for one player. And then not only did the coaches get involved, but then the entire two teams and all of their uh, players got involved to make it a true success. You can read about how the mother it, – it made – it was more as, as much, if not more, of a moment for the mom and the family of this young man than probably the young man um, himself. But you can watch it. There's a video to it as well as a wonderful um, story done. I have linked that in the Good Things uh, Facebook group. Coolest part to me, though, was the, the coaches because apparently during weeks two and three, they had ran a scrimmage after the game. So it wasn't during the game, but they still they let the other teams kind of gave him a moment after the game on the field with the players. And when the coach approached the opposing team and said, hey, we've done this the last couple of weeks, would you mind? And the opposing coach goes, you know what? I, I don't think I can do that. I can't go for that. And you're thinking, what? How cold-hearted can he be? And he goes, it doesn't count if it's not in the game. So get a couple minutes left in the game then we'll do it that's awesome and that's what that's when you talk about it you know going further than just the scoreboard at the end of the day how you know team sports can really be those building blocks to character or character building blocks should i say and to what it means to those young men who look up to those coaches those high school you know um figures of authority that they would put aside the winning or whatever the score was on the scoreboard and recognize that the love of the game and the love of the you know competition can you know goes further than just those that are able to walk on the field and sort of suit up in traditional you know manner and to have that moment to to be able to provide a student um 
you know, who otherwise probably would never know what it feels like to have the foot. You know, the, you, we all live vicariously through our favorite teams when they're when they're winning. Right. That's why fans get so emotional on either way, whether they're so excited or whether they're so angry. It moves you to do things you probably normally wouldn't do or you're vested in in the journey. Right. You feel like you're a part of the effort. But there's a lot of us that aren't part of the actual effort and don't know what it really is like to maybe score that first goal or you know you know whatever it may be this is not sports talk so don't know all the terminology other than you know it's cool and so it was a really cool moment that they provided that with that young man because he'll never get that back to the wide world of sports where the the skier (laughs) totally bites it and you you have the announcer with the announcer voice and he's like it's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat Yes, all wrapped in one. But I think, you know, we all have those moments in our lives that, you know, will just be forever in our memory. We can go right back to them. They're super special. For so many of us, it is sports related. You don't have to be, even if it's you never made it out of peewee football or, you know, t-ball, you still, the first time you hit the home, you know, a home run or the base or called a fly ball or got to pitch or whatever it may be. I don't know many stories outside of sports and more of the active type person, but but you still it's just those highlights of your life. It's just those moments that just mean everything. And it's all encapsulated. And so this young man, the two it took two two cities, two teams, two coaches, two two sets of players to make this magic moment for for this player. And it's it's worth your time going to look and watch and obviously sharing it. That's the type of stuff that should be, in my opinion, should be shared and go viral on on social media. Here's another opportunity to celebrate a young man. We Two weeks ago, we were talking about uh, the Killer Crab uh, Company there started by young brothers while still in high school. Well, this is a Louisville local. He is 16 years old. And if you're in that area and you need your car detailed, he's got Cam's Detailing. And he has been out for the last two years detailing cars since his father passed away. So when his he lost his dad about two years ago, and he knew that he was going to have to help the family out some and also do something to keep his mind just off of the, you know, the curveball that life had thrown him. Well, him and his dad spent their afternoons and weekends detailing cars. It was just something his dad took pride in, having the cars cleaned and, you know, whatever it may be. So he took it upon himself to continue the tradition, even though his dad wasn't with him. Well, the neighborhood started to take notice. So they started pulling up their cars and was like, hey, Cam, <laughs> can you wash mine? And started doing it for money. The cool part is he was able to save up and purchase his own vehicle at the age of 15. Also wow. able to contribute back to his mother. Obviously, I'm sure he's not able to supplement you know, a, a father figure's income, but he's able to do his part all while still going to school. So it's growing and it's gaining attention there in Louisville, enough so that uh, media outlets obviously are are taking notice. So if you're in that area and you need your car washed, then here's my shout out to Cam's detailing because he's up to doing it right early and up to some up to some good things. And I think we that's something that we can definitely all support. Another thing we can support is Christmas is coming, guys. It's like, I don't know, month and away, six weeks away. Something. We had not even had Halloween or Turkey Day Okay, yet. Can I tell you why, though? It, it needs to be a little early for this. Because our first lady of Mississippi, Ellie Rees, she has put out for your kiddos to create ornaments for the mansion. 
And so you can't really do that the day before or after Thanksgiving. So and if you wait till it's already festive out, you're you're a bit too late. It you are a bit too late. So I will make sure I reshare this in the Good Things Facebook group if you would like and on Twitter. There's a simple form that you're that you would need to fill out for your child's age, school, um, school and school grade, and they have a little bit um, some rules around the ornament, a six by six ornament, and it will have to be mailed or dropped off at the mansion. And this year's theme is children and the magic they bring to Christmas. So if you've got a creative in your household, I would say school age, considering they asked for the grade and the school who likes to paint or draw. <laughs> what, would, what would we put down if we made ornaments? <laughs> oh, 21st grade. I don't know. I'm trying to think past past that, but. It's not for us adults. It's for the kids. So you may be creative, but this one's not for you. So if your kids do enjoy painting, decorating, because you can even go out now, sadly, you can find blank ornaments in just about any um, hobby type store. Michael's. I thought you were going to say you can find blank ornaments outside under the pine trees. (laughs) Okay, well, you can do that, too. Because all you need is a pine cone and a can of spray paint. (laughs) I did get gifted that one year uh, for for Christmas, and it was very kind. And all you, yes. If you're quick enough to spray paint sticky, you can put other glittery things on it too. So whatever your kid creates, and you would like, they would like to have the opportunity to be featured in the the Christmas decorations at the mansion. They are still taking um, submissions for that. So give you a little bit of a pre-Christmas fall opportunity to do with the kids at home. All good things. One more good headline for you. It's not a Mississippi man, but it was one at a Mississippi resort. Did you hear about the Alabama? Alabama. The Alabama. The Alabama man who came to the Pearl River Resort and left with a million dollars. Actually, one million dollars. $163,526.81. But who's counting? But who's counting? Could you, on, what would you guess he won that on? Craps. Wheel of Fortune slots. <laughs> there you go. He won it at the Silver Star Casino. Pearl River Resort announced the big win on Wednesday. His name is Dane. He won it on October the 13th when the wheel landed on the game's jackpot bonus. And I bet it made all kinds of noise. And so did he, I'd hope. <laughs> if you find me in a casino winning a million plus dollars on a slot machine, you're going to hear some hooting and some hollering and probably not good words, but all in good fun. Exuberance. Exuberance coming out. All right, stick with us. We've got more headlines for you coming up next. Hurry, run, get to the car. It's coming. Start the car. What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson. 
Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neobella's and the Great American Cookies. The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Ridgeland. 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford, proud sponsors of Old Miss Sports. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of New Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 459 to 106.14. March cotton was down 448 to 104.15. Close the Chicago Board of Trade. November soybeans were down 21 and a half, 12.24 per bushel. January soybeans were down 21 and a half, 12.33 and a half per bushel. December corn was down seven cents to 5.32 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down six and a quarter to 5.41 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down 97 to 129.55. February live cattle was down 82. January feeders down 47 to 160 even. March feeders down 50 to 160.92. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 57 points, 35,552. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? I'll give you a hint. In my left hand, I'm holding a clump of soil. And its color? Red. I'm at Pioneer's R&D Center in Union City, Tennessee. It's the middle of July and it's 98 degrees. I'm here to talk about the corn revolution, Pioneer's advances in genetics, breeding, technology, and testing. Now, normally when you think of corn, you think Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Nebraska, Kansas, the usual suspects. But Pioneer knows red dirt as well as black. With research centers, test plots, breeders, and agronomists outside what we traditionally think of as the Corn Belt. This way, Pioneer can develop local products for local farms wherever they are. The R&D Center in Union City, Tennessee. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. 
Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi getaway. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. You can get more Gallo. He's going to be on the road coming up Wednesday of next week at EMCC in Columbus. You'll get to hear about how community colleges like East Mississippi are forging the way for exciting careers and high-paying jobs for Mississippi students. Got a cool headline about a job. When you go for an interview, right? You right. walk in, you think you know who's going to be there. Dress for the job you want, yeah. Dress for the job you want. Be prepared for whatever questions. You're probably going to have your, you know, next in line supervisor, depending on where you're going. You may even have the higher ups that are joining you, depending on what your, you know, job title would be. But who you wouldn't expect to see there, probably a lot of different people. But let's add Morgan Freeman to the list. Could you imagine walking in for your job interview and going, there's Morgan Freeman. He's on the panel. All of my ability to answer good questions would probably go straight out the window. But this is actually what happened at the Gulf Shores Police Department. Apparently, more than 100 people submitted applications to become a Gulf Shores police officer over the last three months. About half of those were invited to test for the position this last Friday. And it included orientation, physical agility testing, written exams, and then they had an interview process. And so that interview panel included... Morgan Freeman, who is a resident of Gulf Shores, and he is also very active in um, in the police force and all the things. So there you go. Can you only imagine walking in and be? I wonder what questions he. It asked. kind of makes sense though for a job interview to be a police officer because you have to be able to assess and handle any situation and i'm pretty sure that's a curveball you would not be expecting walking in another one of the panelists was dr kina is a gulf shores resident as well but teaches criminal justice and legal studies at the university of mississippi and so the two of them together uh, morgan freeman and professor kina have have donated a million dollars to establish the center of evidence-based policing and reform at the university of mississippi so they do have some own skin in the game of doing you know for police, but still, it's just one of those. Is it rude to ask for an autograph <laughs> on the way out? Will this affect my ability to get the position if I could just have a selfie with you? You're not in uniform yet. You hadn't gotten hadn't gotten a job. I just think that would probably look bad on the application. Which is why I didn't sign up for the position to begin with. <laughs> they would have weeded me out. Long before I ever made it to that actual part of the part of the process, I do kind of wonder what that process is because you notice they had over a hundred apply and half of them got to test. What happened to the other half? <laughs> well, I hope there's a lot of good weeding out when you're talking about your police force. <laughs> That's okay by me. <laughs> <laughs> Get them down to the good ones and then stick them through and see if they can um, if they can make the cut. Maybe your pork recipes haven't made the cut. 
I don't know. Maybe you I've need some new ones. I've been pretty good recently. You've been really good recently. Well, it's still October, which means it's still National Pork Month. So we want to let you know that you can get some new recipes or learn about America's pork, farm, pork farms over at pork.org slash real dash pork. Favorite pork recipe you've been doing lately? Oh, I've been getting uh, pork tenderloins. They've been on sale at the uh, the local grocery store, and I've I've actually caught them on really good sales a couple times. Where they're the big ones that are usually ten bucks, and they were like six ninety nine, which that's a pretty good deal, especially when it's a full tenderloin and I'm just one guy. I can eat on that for a couple days. Pork nachos are my favorite. Pork nachos. Someone texts in, don't ask celebs for autographs or photos. I get that on one hand. But then on the other hand, <laughs> it depends on the setting. Yeah, I'd say there's a caveat there. If you are waiting in the cold or the rain on ne- near the backstage door at a concert venue, they're expecting it there. Right. If they're sitting at the local coffee shop, Correct. reading a newspaper, sipping on whatever, don't bother. Yeah, that's and probably not the best time. Not during, you know, a job interview. I will throw. I will. I will say that's. Probably or if they've not got the people best. around them that you don't recognize, that's probably their family. So don't mess with them. Yes, there's got to be a, a a thing of courtesy. But if you know they've come to an event or something and they're taking photos with other people, you better believe I'm gonna get in line. <laughs> Depending on who it is, too. Morgan Freeman would be one, I will say. I would want, you know, I'd want a photo. When Kevin Bacon joined us here on Good Things, Mama got a photo. (laughs) And I'm not ashamed of it. But, yes, there's always a polite way to sort of handle things. And you should let people be people and do their life. And we let. (laughs) I was like, well, there we go. But then you can take a photo. But you can always take one of those secretive ones, like turn yourself <laughs> so you're in it. Those are always the funniest, especially when the celebrity <laughs> either catches you or sees it online and pokes fun. <laughs> oh, me. No poking fun here. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next on Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. Until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.